Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one and only Busy Doing Nothing Podcast. Welcome to Busy Doing Nothing. I'm your host, Rona. And I'm Diana. It's been a hot minute. We took a long, long break because we were rebranding. Yeah, we're rebranding. And the rebrand has yet to come, so we decided let's just do season two. Season two, baby. Season two, baby. And we're here, and we have stuff to talk about because a lot has happened in the last couple months. Mm -hmm. Um. And I'm going to jump right into it. I want to talk, Diana. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Th- this, is, this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about low effort men. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> First of all. I want to talk about low effort what men. What do you mean by low effort men? Define that for me. Okay. We well, I was going to ask you, what do you think low effort is? And then I was going to define it. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. Because I don't really come across this topic in my day-to-day. So that's why I wanted you oh, to... damn it. <laughs> no, I don't, like... Th- to be clear, the kind of content we consume is a little different. <laughs> I don't hear this about this phrase. True. I don't hear about this phrase often. Mm, okay. So when I'm... Yeah, having been single, um, I'm not necessarily going out of my way to find a relationship. Right. And I'm not... I haven't been in a relationship like a committed relationship in a really long time. I've been like, oh, maybe I'll go on a date. Yeah. But it hasn't really gone anywhere. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm not someone who's like, oh, why can't I? Nothing wrong with you that. Know? Yeah. But I've definitely come to recognize that there's a lot of low effort men, which I also deem low quality men. Okay. And I'm a little more traditional in terms of dating, especially in today's world where – you know, everything's so casual nowadays. And I also feel like the bad thing about being super casual these days is that people are in like situationships and not defining things. And by not defining things, they don't have to show up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, low effort to me is doing the bare minimum or the below the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an inherently feminine trait where it's like, okay, and I know we've discussed masculine (laughs) and feminine traits. I know. But when I say feminine trait, I'm not saying being in touch with your feelings or anything is bad. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's a very passive type of man. It's very passive in terms of not pursuing, not trying to impress women, not trying to court women because of the pick me patriarchy. Okay. So I think this is a whole toxic loop cycle. And with the rise of the pick okay? Oh. Sorry. Is that your next film? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. It should be. 
Write that down. Write that down. Oh my god. <laughs> the rise of the pick music. It's recorded. No, you really. Got it. I think, and I hate blaming women for this, and I'm not because it's it's a whole intertwined kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think men are getting away with doing less and less because they know there are women who have low self esteem who have low self-love, low confidence, and will go out of their way to pursue and chase a man into liking them. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to do anything because now, especially in like a big city like LA, like Tokyo, like New York, I'm sure, there's a lot of girls who are like, oh, please, please, please date me. I want you to like me even though I've interacted with you like barely. And it's all in their head. It's all in their imagination. They're Delulu as fuck. And men do this too. Men do this to women. Oh, I'm going to get into this, girl. I'm going to get into this. <laughs> All right. I'm but, sitting back. I got popcorn. Yeah. And I'm just like, so when a man finds a high quality woman, he doesn't know how to treat her because he hasn't had the experience of actually having to pursue a high quality woman who's not going to pursue him back. And I refuse refused to ever pursue a man and you and i have discussed my dating life so much yes we have i'm sick of this i'm sick of it okay but here's the thing for me and i don't know about everyone because i know my friends who have met people and they're dating them long term on dating apps you know Uh and or they just met someone and they started dating and they've kicked it off and now it's been months right For me, especially given my past history with men, you and I have discussed that it's probably best for me to start off as friends with someone that I'm going to date because I really, I have a hard time trusting men. Uh I cannot like build that really quickly. But to build that like is almost impossible because everyone moves super fast because things are casual because they're used to the pick because they're not used to having set boundaries sure and what i was going to get into earlier was guy friends quote unquote friends that aren't really your friend but they'll slide in your dms and send you some sus like insinuating romance kind of thing like i was watching my tv and i posted a little cute story on my instagram the other day and this guy was like could be us but you play and i was like i will always play then i will always be playing because ew ew i do not like you like that i do not like you like that it could you know what it could never be us it could never be us what do you mean what do you mean and he doesn't even hang out with me regularly he doesn't talk to me regularly he barely knows anything about me and he barely talks to me enough to see if we have anything in common and yet he's he's doing the casual like oh let me just see if i could let me just see he's if i could shooting bang, a right? shot and he's got no riz he got no riz got no riz and you know what it's always the guy friends that have absolutely zero percent chance okay it's always them why it's mm. got to be them because they and think then they're I, in the friend zone well now he's not even in the friend zone yeah. <laughs> He's in the don't talk to me zone. Don't even talk to me zone. But that's what I'm saying. Those it's, are the same people who think they're in the friend zone when it's really, it's like, no, you are a friend. You're in no zone. And it's not yeah. a zone. It's or just you're even a friend so like an you're acquaintance. being sneaky. You're being like, 
Like, yeah. Yeah. You got ulterior you know, I, motives. I, yeah. And honestly, I find it highly insulting that people, you know, okay, so recently uh, this guy confessed his feelings to me via DM, okay, that mm-hmm. I've known for like two months max. But the thing is, I've never hung out with him one-on-one. Yeah. Ever. And like we, we've we seen each other a couple times in passing, right? Don't even message often, et cetera. Like I, I knew he was working somewhere, so I went to go see him with one of my friends. And then like two weeks later, he sent me this very thespian speech of like confession of love. And it's very like poetic, right? And it was like, mm-hmm. I'm just, it, I can't believe it takes me like this long to confess my feelings for you. And that really insulted me because one, I'm sorry, there are logical, pragmatic reasons as to why I would never see you as a potential partner. Sure. Two, you know, one being age, he's much younger than me. You know, he's not established as a man, you know, and I think for a man to actually be ready for a relationship, you need to be financially and emotionally stable. You are neither of those. Okay. Um, two, I find it insulting because we're in the same industry. And I've had this happen a number of times where people in the same entertainment industry have shot their shot at me. Mm-hmm. And this, in my opinion, makes it so hard for women in the industry, in business, to succeed because networking is everything. And I'm not saying I only interact with people to network. I genuinely mm-hmm. saw him as a friend. But you're saying you would throw that on the line to see if you could bank. Yeah. So you're devaluing who I am as a person to see if you could bang. Because there's no real foundation, there's no real emotion behind that poetic confession, right? You don't know me. So you you know, men know, men are aware. They are sentient beings. I swear, I know it's crazy. They are sentient beings and they know that women fall really easily for words. And this man sent me a very poetic confession when there's uh-huh. no true emotion behind it. Yeah. That is a fact. And you know, to me, if you really liked me, if you got to know me, if you, and then you're like, oh, you know, I know we're friends, but I really like you or something like that and Uh i know you actually know me that's different i will not be harsh i will not be cruel to someone who truly has emotions and you can tell you can tell their intentions but you sir you over there with the fake fucking poem get the (laughs) fuck out of here get the fuck out of here (laughs) pissed i'm pissed i'm insulted how dare you uh by the way, I just want to, like, I know this is a little nitpicky. You mentioned uh-huh. that he's devaluing you. I think so. By doing that? Yeah, because he, okay, so I met him through my first film that I made, and my first film went very far for uh-huh. its first film ever, right? And he was always like, oh, I want to write with you. I want to work with you. Like, if if you know anything. And he's just starting out in this industry. And so he's always asking me for help. But you're basically, okay, let's say, right, that it just turned into a one-night stand. Just just for imagination's sake. Sure. 
And then, or, or just say that, you know, he even mentioned, oh, I, I don't want to ruin our friendship, but let's say it did ruin our friendship, which I do think it kind of did. Yeah. I am less likely to help you now. Uh-huh. You have severed a tie, but you are willing to sever a tie for, for a fuck. You know what I mean? That I see I that with. as, yeah. so I see that as you don't value me as a human being. Or like as someone in the industry, you don't val you just don't value me. And if I was a man, if I was a man, you would respect me. I mean, of course you're not gonna try to fuck a guy. You know, I mean he's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's a little it's a little reach. It's a little reach. But he would not try he would not put that network line on the line. He he would not put that on the line, is what I'm saying. Hmm. Okay. So I do see that as devaluing because also I I have the unfortunate pretty tax. My friend just coined this term. Okay. And I am kind of in love with this term now. Pretty tax. Pretty tax. Okay, so there's pretty privilege, right? Uh-huh. And maybe that's like getting into the club when the line is full. I don't know, like getting invited certain places, right? Um, getting things paid for, I don't know. That's pretty privilege. But pretty tax is when men only approach you for your looks. Yeah, when that's a men thing. Yeah, when you know, and then always getting sexually harassed. Yeah. Um Yeah. I, I so I find that part of pretty tax, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. No, I just it's I think the issue I took with is that you said you find that to be devaluing, but I don't think your value changes because of that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So yeah, I'm okay. not saying that someone I don't base my value system of myself based on what someone else thinks. of Yeah. Me. Yeah. That's what that's yeah. what I was saying. I was like, that doesn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, we've we've overcome that. OK. OK. Thank we God. were in a low point in season one. Ooh. Season one, I was overcoming trauma. <laughs> OK. Season two, we're strong. We love ourselves. We're confident. We don't take bullshit. All right. Um, another thing that I've realized sure. with men recently is men are so simple. It's aggravating. It's aggravating how simple they are. And I've literally counted the minutes. Like I've kept track of time. You know when you're like talking to a guy and then they're trying to pursue you? Uh-huh. This just happened to me at the farmer's market. <laughs> this older guy approached me. He was kind of scouting me out. Okay. And he was just like looming around, making eye contact with me. I smiled at him because I didn't know he was doing that at first. Right. <laughs> but he just wasn't leaving. And then when I went to like walk away from the booth because my friend was working at the booth, he was like, oh, oh, what, what, what's your name? Like, who, like, what, are you an actress? And I was like, first of all, how do you know that? I didn't say anything about that, you know? Uh-huh. But then I would talk a little bit and his eyes glazed over. <laughs> and I was like, why'd you ask me if your eyes are going to glaze over? But then I would ask about him. And he was like, oh, I do this and I'm going to, I do this, right? Men just want to talk about themselves. Men often, I'm not saying every single guy. I have so many friends that are great guys that are actually interested in people. But I've also had the experience where, like, you can time 
how long it's going to take for a guy to actually ask you questions about you. And they don't, when they do ask you, it's not because they're genuinely interested in you. Mm -hmm. It's because they think it's polite or it's, it's rude not to. So as a societal rule, they ask you one or two questions to keep the balance. Like a chore. Yeah, but really they're, I've talked to a guy like 20, 30 minutes just, and I don't mind you talking about you. I actually, I enjoy learning about people. I genuinely do. And I think that's a skill that I learned since I moved here. Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely interested in people and I don't mind that. But when you're interested in me and you just want to talk about your hobbies and just yourself, it's, you're not going to get other people to, you're not, I'm not going to like you. What makes you think I'm going to like you? I'm going to be like, oh, you just want a wall to talk to. Right. Get a podcast, buddy. <laughs> like, start start streaming, okay? Like, I am not – I'm not your mother. I'm not your mother. I'm not going to be like, oh, and then this is how your day went? Oh, okay. Dude, go talk to your mom then. Shit. <laughs> like, go away. The frick? And guys don't realize they're doing this. They don't realize it. I, you know what? Okay. Men don't know how to lead anymore. And when I say lead, I know I'm just talking this whole I know. Podcast. I'm letting you go because you're clearly on a You know what? And I'm, I'm the man in this in this scenario. I'm letting you Shit. go for it. I'm if being we were, an active listener. You're being a woman and I'm being a man right now. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> but the thing is, men don't know how to lead anymore. And when I say lead, I don't mean that they have to do every single thing. I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. Because I think the role of the woman is to choose. So you present me with ideas and I decide whether this relationship will go further, what the pace of this relationship will be. I will introduce ideas of things that I might like to eat or like to do. Mm-hmm. It is the man's duty to then plan and proceed. With, with leading that into that direction, right? And same with a conversation. Like, men nowadays just send you, like, you think, okay, there was this whole thing on TikTok about mm-hmm. what does it mean when a guy likes your story? And there's, like, two sides of the, the coin where people are like, oh, well, it means that it doesn't mean anything because he's just, it's just a like, like, get over it. And yeah. then there's people that are like, oh, it, it means he's trying to flirt. You know, because not everyone, no one can see who likes your story. And so it's like, oh, I mean, they're flirting. Right. If you send me a like on my story and you think that's flirting, I will punch you. It's on site. I will pow. Pow. What do you mean? That is, that is some low effort passivity that I cannot deal with. And I think it might be true. I think it might be true because I've, I've witnessed this. Uh-huh. I've witnessed this. That's yeah. the difference between the nowadays, the traditional dating scene and like what? the yeah. online dating scene. Because it's like there's there's so much more meaning in what like a simple like is when most people are just mindlessly scrolling. Come on. Like that's not. Yeah. Like for me, I, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. But I know what some of it means, you know. Yeah. But I'm not going to yeah. pick up on every single little. I'm not going to look into it, you know. Like like that thespian guy, he was probably like, oh, my God, she liked my story. It means something I'm like, no, dude. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. What? 
I yes. just think, what happened to my dowry? What happened to oh <laughs> what happened to love letters? I don't understand. I don't oh. understand. She's missing Bridgerton. I got it. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Season three. When is it coming? <laughs> like, <laughs> we got we got Queen Charlotte, but it wasn't enough. Okay, it's not the main storyline. Friggin' <laughs> withdrawals. But yeah, no, it's honestly, and I think this is also just a product of you being in the city that you're in. Because I feel like I hear about, mm. I mean, obviously I hear about that kind of stuff here too. But mm. it's not, it's it's not as common, I think. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just the fact that it's more of a conservative landscape where I'm at. Mm. that that it has more of the traditional you you'll still see some people in those traditional roles you know in those that have a little bit more um what's the word like not charm but like there's there's still gentlemen out there you know yeah and the thing is okay i i have to make this disclosure i think it's very mm -hmm. important i understand that people that are in good, healthy relationships don't talk about the good, healthy relationships because it's not like drama filled, you know? So yeah. there's no story time. There's nothing like, oh my God, and then he did this for me and he did this for me. I mean, you see those once in a while on TikTok. Yeah, but and then people not as like, common. talk about sitting in traffic after watching them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And what's fun to talk about is the toxic stories you know mm -hmm. eat myself included because i talk about them on here i talk about them in, in my real life but the thing is um i had good experiences with men too yeah. not all my stories are shitty like i've had perfectly fine experiences where i'm just like oh that was healthy or okay well this was fun you know that was mm -hmm. cute and i have a lot of friends who are great guys. So I know they exist. Also, I know that the love that I want exists because I exist and then you exist, which is, you know, what? Did you just confess your love to me? Shit. Season two, episode one. Or episode Stop. Three? I don't know. Stop. <laughs> the beginning of season two, just like we did in the beginning okay, of season fine, one. Fine, fine. Maybe this is I a love loop. You a little bit. <laughs> Stop. Oh my gosh. Is this a simulation? It's a simulation. <laughs> it's a simulation. Go back. But yeah, so I was like, I know it exists, but the thing is, I, you know, and same with TikTok. Everyone on TikTok is talking about the horrible men that they've experienced and the dusties and the crusties, right? Mm -hmm. And yes, there are a lot of men that are dusty, crusty low value men but there's also good value. value you know high value good men so i understand that and you know that's my end of my disclosure it's just it's just the fun ones to talk about are the bad ones yeah yeah like we could we could have a segment where we talk about the good ones we could if that's gonna balance it you know maybe maybe next episode we'll talk about Ooh. the good ones maybe next episode we will talk about the good ones oh my Ooh, god wait really um, um i was gonna make a joke and then i was like i shouldn't but i was like wait that's gonna be a short episode <laughs> ouch i'm joking i'm joking i mean <laughs> i am joking well okay you did say something interesting maybe two nights ago uh-oh i don't remember about Okay, so 
I don't want to get too personal, but it is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of talking about like, why is it that when I talk to men, they seem a bit defensive? That's what you you said, right? Like, yeah. Especially with me, men seem to get a little defensive when they talk to me. And you think it's because I'm defensive towards them because you think it's like a trauma response I have towards men. Did I get that correct? Yeah, it was it just like you were you were telling me about the situation and it kind of clicked that I'm like, why? I feel like you're constantly finding yourself battling these guys like it constantly feels like they're putting you in a in the corner and like you're trying to fight your way out every time. And it just seemed mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've had I've had experience like not so pleasant experiences. I've had good experiences and bad. Right. But I feel like it's mm-hmm. not as constant as yours are. <laughs> and I feel like you're constantly being backed up against a wall, like figuratively, like in these battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was like, you know, is it is it because you're defensive against them as well that you're putting them in that kind of like uneasy mindset? Because like, OK, yes, we're talking men and women, but at the end of the day, we're all human. Right. So like if another person is coming at you with this energy, they're going to give you that back. Right. And that's why I, that's, under, I understand that. Yeah, And I'm not trying to put you in a position of like, I'm not saying you're um, like an instigator here. No, like the things that have happened to you, completely not your fault. Right. I'm not giving you blame. I'm, it was just like kind of a theory. I'm like, why is this happening to you so often? Mm. Um, I think I tend to attract a lot of different types of people. I agree. And for me someone who's not as in tune with my emotions or someone who doesn't I I don't think I always have the best eye for people because I tend to see the good in them Mm. and it's hard for me to differentiate someone who's a good person and someone who's a bad person so when they appear too good and they are a good person I'm a little suspicious (laughs) and I I tend to be skeptical sure and I think that's a little off-putting maybe yeah maybe and I'm not saying I don't have good reason. I think I have completely valid reason to feel that way. Yeah. You've, you've but got I think a history. Uh-huh. And that's why you act the way you do. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I think with the bad people, I tend to see the good in them and they just feel more comfortable getting closer. So I do acknowledge that I think it's a pattern within myself. Mm. And I think I've worked a lot recently on like stepping away from that. So actually, I think. In the past couple months, I haven't had super crazy stories. Which is great. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, this is not my vibe. Bye. My hair was going to start going white soon if it didn't stop. So (laughs) you were like, if I get gray hairs, it's because of you. (laughs) Because I'm worried about you. (laughs) Like legit. I don't know what you were telling me the other day, but I was like, girl. (laughs) I know. Yeah. You're aging me. You and one other friend, mm-hmm. I think you both have the same vision of who you want me to date, like what type of person you want me to date. Oh, really? Yeah. You're always like, oh, I want you to date someone gentle and kind, right? Uh-huh. And I remember I was like, I don't know about that. That sounds boring. <laughs> yeah. But now I see it. <laughs> now, now I get it. Well... I just feel like gentle and kind will balance you out. Not that you're not gentle and kind. But yeah, I feel what does like, that mean? <laughs> but I feel like you need a little extra 
from that because you know what do you know what my mom said to me what my mom said okay Ooh, i'll tell you what my mom said full the full thing i was just gonna do a quote the full thing she said was because i was telling her what you and my other friend had said about the type of person that i should be with Mm -hmm. and who's gentle and kind and more submissive than i am Uh uh-huh because in the past the type of person that i'm attracted to is Remember, we've even mentioned it. Like, I like people who I want to be like. Mm-hmm. But my mom said, if I date someone who's just like me, we're going to butt heads all the time because we want control. Yeah, I agree. So she was like, you need someone who's wholesome, gentle, kind, soft, and more passive than you. And that means that they're not going to be like super go-getter leader type, mm-hmm. maybe, right? Yeah, but, but maybe they're more reliable, you know? Yeah, more reliable. And like... <laughs> My mom was like, you need someone wholesome to warm your cold, oh. rugged heart. <laughs> My God. <laughs> oh, no, dude. She said that in Japanese. And I was Bish. like, excuse me? <laughs> that's, that's, excuse me. That's uncalled for, my dude. I know. The thing oh is, I deep down, I am. I, I, I know I'm a good person. You are. Down. You are. And it just takes a little bit of chiseling and defrosting to get there, okay? I think but- you – I don't think it's cold. I think you have – you've for good reasons, you've got barriers up. You're protecting yeah, and yourself, th- and that's fine. Yeah. But I think you need someone who doesn't bring up your barriers, someone that, like, lets you put them down and reminds you that you've got, like, a lighthearted, silly, goofy, very emotional person deep down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not someone who's like making you double second guess whether or not they're mm-hmm. they're being sneaky. Like the other day, I don't know what I told you. Oh, it was mm-hmm. the saying. <laughs> I reminded oh, you of the saying. saying. I reminded you of the saying that when a door closes, oh, a window opens. Stop. Or when a window closes, a door stop. opens. Something like that. I don't remember the saying. That's not a fucking saying. You made it's, that up. I and didn't it, make... Okay, and then you, this is what you're saying. You're saying that I made it up, and I'm saying, no, I literally have heard this before. It's like, when a door closes, another door opens. When a door closes, a window opens. No. I've heard that Sorry, saying. I, I've heard I really can't handle say this. this. And you think, I'm shaking. You think I'm, like, literally trying to gaslight you. And that's the thing. I'm telling you, like... No, I just, I've heard this. I generally heard this from other places before. It's not a saying I came up with to bug I think you. you're getting gaslit. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing that I'm telling you. I'm saying, like, you think I'm being conniving by bringing up this phrase, trying to gaslight you. But it's just something that I heard and that I'm repeating. I'm not thinking much into repeating. it. <laughs> as a real friend, as a real friend for you. Oh, my God. I'm holding you accountable right now. And I'm telling you right now. <laughs> People are lying to you. People want to see your downfall. Season two, okay. the, the accountability season. <laughs> yeah, accountability buddies. Oh, my God. No, no. I'm just they're... telling you. Like, I'm not saying – I don't saying I agree with that. I'm not saying I came up with it. But I'm saying I it's a saying came up with there, it. people say. No, I think you're making this up and you're trying to convince me of this so that you can have one up on me. And like, you're I trying think... to be like, oh, I got you to stay in it. And I think you should date someone that doesn't make you think that. <laughs> <laughs> stop no no <laughs> stop no no you know here's what the i'm thing. saying like, like you're thinking i'm yeah, no, I get it. Thing. like i get it 
Like, I think you should date someone that doesn't put you in that position to make you think that they're conniving, that make you think that they're... I think you should be with someone that lowers your barriers, lowers your guard. <laughs> That's all. Okay, here's the thing. I... Okay, so all of my friends, my good friends, I've mentioned this before, all my good friends, their boyfriends are very similar to me. One of my really good friends right now, she was like, oh my God, you're just like my boyfriend. You guys have the same hobbies. You guys say the same things. You guys are both hapas, right? You're half Japanese oh. and you both like like the same manga and the same, like you both work out all the, like, mm-hmm. and she and I get along really well, Yeah, but she's very tranquil. And all of my friends that are girls are all very similar. Is it me? Very Yes. <laughs> yes. Not just you, but other girls as well. They're very tranquil. They're very, um, I would say agreeable. Not not always agreeable, but like they're not going to be like, we have to do it this way, right? Where I'm more like, we have to do it this way. Uh-huh. They're more like, go with the flow. They're more chill. They're more in tune with their feelings. They're intuitive, you know? And I get along with them really well, but their boyfriends are like me. So I was like, I need to date someone like them. Mm-hmm. So you saying that you're triggering me with this doors to windows phrase and that I shouldn't date someone like you? I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you mean? You you just said I shouldn't date someone who makes like triggers my fight or flight right by yeah. being like you're scheming but you are scheming against me i'm not <laughs> scheming dude you're you're what i'm head empty as they come you are not head empty i am head you're empty. a conniving little oh, sneaky little snake trying to make me question whether <laughs> this is a phrase or not i'm sick of your conniving shit <laughs> You know, maybe I need someone patient. Let's add patient to the list. I told you, you need someone who's understanding and who will deal with it. Wait, <laughs> did you say, did you say I need to date someone who's patient because of this? Yeah. Dude, that's rude. It's <laughs> rude as fuck. I'm tired of being told I'm conniving what I'm just saying, shit. You're a sneaky little snake. I'm Well, now that we finally got Diana to break on the podcast, I think we should end it here. This is a great <gasps> ending point. <laughs> okay. Are you okay? Oh my god. You're breathing Just Deep heavy. breaths. Deep breath. Compose, compose, compose. We're calm. Whew. Well, did you have anything else to add? Nope, that's a to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, she really broke, guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's done. She's done. I think okay, well, you got your soapbox, and I put in my two cents. You know, if I didn't pod today, I probably would have lost it on my Instagram like yeah, stories. You know, I was gonna go off. Better here than there. This will last longer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, well, with that note, um, thank you guys so much for listening. It's so good to be back. I'm kind of out of practice of doing this whole podcast thing, but um, know, if you'd us. like to, yeah, if you'd like to um, follow us on Instagram, we have Busy Doing Nothing Pod, and find us there. Um, and till the next episode, we're back, baby. <laughs> <laughs>